1: At the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and there are some great games on deck so that means it's time for the Pick'em Show. Hello once again everybody and thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Nick Scheist, joined as usual by the lovely Kristen Ortiz, and our special guest, the host of Welcome to Vangerville, Mr. Chris Vanger joins us for the playoffs. Good morning.
0: Good morning.
1: (laughs) It is 7 a.m. It is Divisional Round Saturday. Exciting. And we got a good weekend of games on tap and you got a basketball game in forty-five minutes.
0: Yeah, I tried to play in an 8 to 10 AM Saturday morning basketball game. Uh and as my I'm getting off COVID and I really wanted to play, and so you guys are accommodating my time schedule. So I appreciate you
1: with the early show. Yeah, it'll give me a little bit more time to just work through until the game starts. So nice. I'll be I'll be exhausted and I'll end up napping at some
0: point, but
2: here we are. Here we are. We did it.
0: This is my favorite weekend of football, I think, of the year. More so than the Super Bowl. You got four Super Bowls.
1: That's true, and it's better because both of our teams are in it, so hope is still yes. alive.
0: For the Berman Bowl.
1: The Berman Bowl, Niners-Bills. Niners-Bills, Bowl Bills. never every
0: year. It never happens.
1: For people that were not alive during that era, the Niners were the team of the 80s. The Bills were the team of the 90s. It seemed like they were destined to play, and it never happened. The Bills did end up playing Joe Montana on the Chiefs in yeah. 1996 playoffs. Something uh, like that. Yeah, but they never met in the Super Bowl. Instead, it was just the NFC East kicking the Bills' ass <laughs> game in and game out for four years.
0: Yeah, they were close. One The year the Giants won, the first, the first one, the first one, uh, 49ers in the NFC Championship. And Joe Montana was injured uh, in the last, like, five minutes, six minutes when the Giants were kind of kicking their ass. And Lawrence Taylor, one of those guys, hit Joe. And I remember being as a kid, I was so mad at Joe that I went in and ripped down his poster because they lost. I was bawling my eyes out, crying that they didn't make the Super Bowl. (laughs) Uh, And then people wonder why I get so attached to the 49er game. Yeah, my tantrum moment was probably the Music City Miracle game. Oh.
1: Oh, terrible. I'm terrible. All right. Well, anyway, since we're talking Music City Miracle, why don't you lead us in with the first game, babe? All right.
2: Bengals at Titans.
1: The Bengals at the Titans. Titans are 60-40 favorites, according to the ESPN Power <sighs> Index, whatever the okay. hell that means. Uh, okay. Three and a half oh, point spread. favorite. Three, three and a half. half. Minus oh. 200. Okay. Bengals plus 170 on the road. Uh, not a bad bet. It's not. It's if you like the Bengals and you really think that they're, you know, the team to beat, then plus plus one seventy is good money. Everything
0: uh, in this game spe- to me screams Titans. You know, it's like eight. The, I saw a stat that said Mike Vrabel's eight. No, oh, with time to prepare like a certain amount of days against the spread. Uh, they're the number one seed. They're in Tennessee. They're getting the king back. Is he going to get 20 carries? Cincinnati's D line is banged up. Uh Ogan Joby's out. Uh Ogan Joby's Jermaine, out. Jermaine Pratt's out at middle linebacker. Is Trey Hendricks gonna play? Uh that would that's he's a nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got cleared uh yesterday, I think. Huge, huge. Um you know that the young team always loses, right? The Titans have been there before, they've lost They're destined to get to the AFC Championship. Tannehill's a vet, AJ Brown's a vet. Julio Jones, a vet, they have a great defense, Kevin Byard on the back end the, that they don't, you can't run on them, right? That's a kind of a key to Cincinnati's offense It's to be able to run the ball a little bit with Joe Mixon. And I just don't, nothing screams Titans. or Bengals bangles to me in this game, except for the fact that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and that offense is, is electric, except in the playoffs, you win with defense and running the football in the cold weather. So. Everything screams Titans, so I'm going to pick the Bengals. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pick the Bengals just because I'm picking all the road teams this week, I think. Um, But I'm going to pick the Bengals, and I'm going to pick the score uh, 24-21 in a really, really close game. And I know I shouldn't. I know everything screams Titans, but for some reason, I don't believe in these Titans. And I just think that the better quarterback in this game is going to win them the game. And I don't think Derrick Henry's healthy. I don't think he gets 20 carries. I think he gets half that. And he splits with Deonta Foreman. And I think it's tough to be out of football for eight weeks and come back and think you can do 25 carries in the playoffs and lead your team. But I'm going to pick the Bengals. Go. Well,
1: like you said, everything points to the Titans. And I think the thing that would point towards them the most is the Titans' biggest success against good teams has come from getting pressure they did it to the rams they did it to the bills they did it to the chiefs um and the ability to get pressure on opposing quarterbacks has served them well all season long and joe burrow is the most sacked quarterback in the nfl
0: they're gonna lose
1: so they're gonna (laughs) they're gonna pressure him and force him to to win the game right they're not gonna let mixon get off because they are like one of the top few defenses uh in the nfl against the run. Mm -hmm. They're healthy. Like you said, Derrick Henry's coming back. And even if he doesn't get 20 carries, the threat of him being in the backfield changes how you want to defend them. And with Joby and their middle linebacker out, it's a little bit scary to think that they can go maybe two power running backs deep and play smash mouth football. And that's what Tennessee does. That's who Mm -hmm. Mike Rabel is.
0: That's what you win in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. And there was a game recently where... It was against the Dolphins, where a lot of people were picking the Dolphins in that game. The 34-3 against the Titans. game? Yeah, that, that was, not a, <laughs> it was not a big spread. And leading into that game, I was like, Tennessee just plays a style of football that Miami cannot play against. And that's what I said in our little pregame show. They match up against each other, and Tennessee just, like, mops the floor with them because they're so physical. Like, that's yeah. the way they want to play. That's their identity. And... The onus is going to be on Cincinnati to prove that they can play that style. Because even if they can go ahead and score and get ahead with Burrow to chase, which they likely can, can they get ahead enough to to force Tennessee to have to throw? And you have a healthy Julio Jones and A.J. Brown for the first time in a long time. So it should open up a little bit of the underneath passing game to uh, Ferkser as well. Yep, We'll see how they want to utilize the like maybe McNichols out of the backfield uh, on some screenplays and stuff like that, it's going to be on Tannehill to not make the mistake. Like if I, if I were just picking quarterbacks, I would definitely pick burrow, but you know, I think Tennessee has been built for this for longer and the Bengals mm-hmm. just kind of got here. Yep. Uh, it's not that the Bengals can't win a F- uh, four point spread. I see also listed here. So I don't know if it's three and a half
0: or four. looks like it's four. Maybe it just moved when we were talking about it, but. If I was going to put money on the game, I'm going Titans to cover. If I'm on your show just picking teams because everything in this game screams Titans and for some reason the NFL, when everyone thinks something's going to happen, the other thing happens. Um, and the one weakness that the Titans have is that secondary. I believe yeah. they were 25th in yards per game and the 19th in another passing category. And if there's one guy on the field that steps up and has that competitive greatness, which is one of my favorite terms from John Wooden where – Good players are good when it matters. Yeah. That's Joe Burrow. And I know he shouldn't get there, but I have a feeling this kids get to the AFC championship this year. And I I just think they're gonna win. But the Titans probably do win. So I'm picking the Bengals, but smart bet is on the Titans.
1: I mean, it would be cool if they did. I just think of all the teams that really needed the bye week more than anybody, it was the Titans.
0: Oh, of course, to get that running back. Yeah, I just don't think you can give this guy, and I don't think it's smart to give this guy 20 carries off of a stress fracture in his foot, oh, which two not. weeks ago I saw him barely able to cut off that same foot. If I'm Cincinnati, every time the guy gets the ball, I'm going low. It's the fucking NFL playoffs. <laughs> and I don't think, see this guy getting the ball 25 times. And I, you think you're right. Yes, it's a decoy. But... Make Tannehill do something. Stack the box. When the 49ers played this team two weeks ago on Thursday Night Football in a short week, we were smoking this team. Score was 10-0. We were about to score our another touchdown to make it 17-0, and Jimmy G threw a red zone pick. And then this team kind of came back. The Bengals need to get out fast and stay out. But it's going to be tough.
1: Yeah, in that game they kind of didn't figure out that they need to give aj brown the ball a lot until late in the second quarter and then they yeah. finally got on the board and then in the second
0: half they're like we're just going to give him 20 targets and see what happens and, and that's what happened again that was yeah. without Derrick henry um and they ended up beating the 49ers on a last second ryan Tannehill drive to get a field goal to win but uh they don't they still i still don't have faith in them
1: <laughs> and i'm
0: picking a first year Quarterback to beat them in Tennessee. I picked them last year to lose in Tennessee to your boy Josh Allen. I think that's who went in. And, oh no, who went in and beat them? That was they lost.
1: Range. They lost in the first round to the Ravens last year. Got it. It was Lamar. In a low-scoring game, but Lamar just was able to dictate terms in that game.
0: Yeah, and that was a healthy Derrick Henry. It was. Uh, what do you think, Ben?
2: I'm torn, but I would lean towards Bengals. <gasps>
1: oh, why do you like the Bengals? You like Joey B?
2: I do, but I also think they've got a good momentum, and we've seen, like especially with playoffs, when you rest that week before an important game, and I think they're holding too much weight in Henry coming back.
1: All right. Well, the good Dante Foreman has played very well in yeah, his stead. They've won a lot of games without Derrick Henry. Yeah, they have. Uh, so are, I'm 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 lone shark in here. Not lone sharking. But, What's it? uh? Do you think they lone. cover? I'm lone wolfing with the Titans. I'll take the Bengals oh. to cover for. There Flung are eight no against the Swine though.
2: But I agree. I've learned in a short period of time that if the NFL wants something to happen, and the Titans are favored.
0: Yeah, but I'll yeah. tell you what: the NFL, in my opinion, does not want the Titans to get there because they're okay. the they're the least watched team in regards to like ratings. Like no one cares about them
1: like Yeah, Derrick Henry's a okay. star,
0: but other than that, they would probably so, prefer cigar
1: smoking Joe. Oh my B. gosh, okay. they and would Jamar prefer Chase.
0: Josh Allen versus Joe Burrow in the AFC Championship. Like nobody's business. Yeah. But
2: then I'm holding my ground with Bengals. All like
1: right. You. Well, I'm I'm lone wolfing with the Titans. Tough. All right. So Dave, that's why next? you
0: won the pick'em, and Kristen and I were at the bottom. Kristen above <laughs> me though, she was above me. She was. What's next? Babe? Okay.
2: Um. 49ers at Packers. Oh, this
0: is your game, man. This is why you woke yeah, this up. Is Super Bowl. This is why you woke
1: up at 6.30 in the morning to come this on this show. This is why I woke
0: up at 6.30, the San Francisco 49ers in the uh, divisional round again against a good old foe in Aaron Rodgers. Rematch from a couple years ago. Rematch from a couple years ago. I think it's almost two years to the day where Raheem Mostert went for four teeters on the ground and the, the 49ers beat the pack to get to the Super Bowl um rogers zone three against the 49ers in the playoffs he's beat them the last two times in the regular season uh we played this team earlier in the year week three much different team that's what bodes well for the 49ers that they are seeing a much different team than what the packers are and i feel like we're seeing the same packers team and we only lost that game at the buzzard off of an aaron Rodgers amazing 45 second uh comeback If I was, and I know Kyle Shanahan can't predict this, but please let's not let Aaron Rodgers have the ball again with a minute to go, with a chance to win the game. We need, and we need to make them score a touchdown down the stretch. Um, The 49ers play smash mouth football. And I feel like Aaron Rodgers and the Packers haven't played a game for three weeks, a real football game. They've had a bye. They had a last week of the season that didn't matter bye. And I think the 49ers are on. We are we have we've played two straight playoff games already, uh, arguably three. Um, And there's a special energy about our team right now. I know it's Green Bay's year. It's the last dance. It's the last ride for Aaron Rodgers. And I think it's the same thing on the 49ers side. It's the last ride for Jimmy G. It's going to be zero degrees. The 49ers, I think, need to run the ball as much as possible. 20, 25 times with both the running backs we got. And uh, I think we go in there and win. I think we go in there and win and move on. I don't think they're ready for us. I think everyone in the world thinks the Green Bay Packers are going to win and the MVP on their team. And I just don't think they're ready. I think every, the 49ers are the most healthy they've been all season. Uh, Nick Bosa is clear concussion protocol. And I like Devo Samuel to have a big game. I like Elijah Mitchell to have a big game. And I think the 49ers win in a classic Twenty to seventeen. Uh, yeah. Fred Warner also Plain. not not on the injury report.
1: Jimmy yeah. G shoulder not on the injury report that I've seen. So 31-28, I think more of a high score. Get, so it looks like everybody yeah. <laughs> that uh, was in jeopardy
0: last week is good to go. Yep. And the even uh, more we have even like we got we're getting back Marcel Harris uh, who's a, a great coverage linebacker for us um our secondary is I feel like if I'm Kyle Shanahan I want Mosley on Devontae Adams as much as possible I never want to see Ambry Thomas our other corner against the best or second best receiver in the league I ju- we're gonna play better defense than we played the first time around and uh it's playoff football baby where's my boy Josh Norman he ain't playing why, he is, he, why is he listed on the depth chart as their starter and he doesn't play he's <laughs> he has lost his starting job he was a starter at one point so whatever depth chart you have from whatever site he was starting and playing the dude just is not disciplined and is too much of a liability on the field even the one time we had him on the field he screwed up a fake punt coverage like i don't know what he's doing um dallas got a first down on a fake punt in the last game so i know that we limped into the to this game because you know dallas almost came back and everyone's excuse is like yeah the 49ers played shitty and almost let dallas come back and dallas didn't even play well but dude we lost our starting middle linebacker we lost our best dn to a concussion in that game and still hung on and so let's go fire it up i can't wait
1: yeah i wouldn't say dallas played poorly i mean you look at say the rams game versus the cardinals right the well, cardinals played poorly Mm-hmm. The Niners forced the Cowboys into some bad spots. There's a yeah. difference and I don't think it's fair to say that the Cowboys played poorly. You have to give the Niners credit for forcing them into a game where Dallas just like made mistakes. Like they made a ton yeah. of mistakes. Uh, the well, same yeah. the same guy was offsides like 3 times had That's a, a Mike McCarthy coach
0: team. He should have exactly. So it's one thing to it's one thing to be
1: like, hey, maybe Dallas was a little bit underprepared or they didn't respect the Niners enough. And that's fine. But the Niners took that game to them, whereas the Arizona Rams game was like that game was slow. It was like seven nothing. And all of a sudden, once they scored, it was like now it's 28 nothing and that game is over. But it was yeah. it was competitive at first. Uh, You know, I'm probably going to take the Packers in this. game. I know. I like the Niners to cover five and a half, though five and a half seems I like a big that, yeah. spread for a game like this. Uh,
0: and you notice it didn't; it was it went up to six, but then it came back to five with, and a half. With the news on Jimmy playing. Well, yeah, the early in the week there was Jimmy that he's got a shoulder sprain, so he's working with a a, a right thumb thing on his and a, a shoulder to, on his throwing arm. So he's injured, uh, but it That's don't matter. Good news. He ain't hurt. He's injured. There's or he's hurt. One of the two. He's playing. <laughs> well, that's two injuries to his throwing
1: arm, though. Yeah. That's the shoulder zero and degrees. the thumb
0: now. What?
1: That's the shoulder and the thumb now. Shoulder and the arm. thumb,
0: but supposedly he looks great in practice. Um, there's nobody I'd rather have running the show right now. This is Jimmy's. Can you get us there one more time? And uh it's gonna be a great game. The Packers need to be able to run the ball. I think I said this stat on your show yesterday. Uh 85 yards if the 49ers hold a team under 85 yards rushing they are 8-0 so if i'm green bay i the first time around aaron jones i believe 19 carries for 80 yards had a touchdown they weren't even really getting aj Dillon into the mix in that game and now they're trying to do both of them i don't think they're going to be able to run the ball and i think it's going to fall on aaron Rodgers. let's get him in third and longs let's get pressure on him let's get those 8 d D linemen in there. That's one thing the 49ers do. They have they we run a four-man front with with pressure and we we th- we cycle in the d-line so you don't get tired. There's so many d Charles Omenihu who came in for Bosa last week. We picked up from the Texans like week 14 or 15. He had two sacks, sack and a half. Yeah, and So that's what these long. they're yeah, they're deep and We're ready for these guys. This is what this team was built for. We're built to win in the playoffs. That's why I like them. That's why people are like, "Oh, you're so biased. You don't even you you don't even talk football with any sort of knowledge. You're just picking the Niners." It's like, no. They run the ball and play defense. That's how you win in the playoffs. I'm not. We're we're the one team that's not scared of Aaron Rodgers, and we're gonna put him on his back, and we're gonna win this game. I I, want to. I want to see some points scored. But I want to say put, win 49er football, and that's the 20 to 17 range, 23-20. But I'd love for them to score some points. i love Debo Samuel to get a couple teeters. The one thing, Devontae Adams, when they get hit, the, when Devontae Adams gets over 100 yards, I think the Packers are 8-0. The Packers are 8-0 at home this year. So something's yeah. going to break. And if I was a betting man, I'm everyone I've talked to, they're putting money on the Packers, and I think that's a, that's a bad bet. I think this is the 49ers game. And I think it's going to be a battle and can't wait. Yeah, the only money I would put on this game would
1: be probably the Niners to cover five and a half just because the way they play football, it, it doesn't really allow for this game to like get out of hand too much.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, yeah. they're a
1: power run team. I think it's going to be in Green Bay's best interest to also feature the run as much as possible because you don't want to expose Aaron Rodgers to that pass rush if you can avoid it. No, they're going to. Um, yeah. You saw like with how how they lost to Tampa in Green Bay last year, how they lost to Tampa during the season was those guys getting home on Aaron Rodgers. You hit him early in the game hard enough and you make him rethink how much he wants to play football that day.
0: You can't blitz. D'Amico Ryan's has been great this year, but the times he hasn't been great is when he dials up the blitz and it just doesn't get there and these amazing quarterbacks pick us apart. You can't blitz. You have to get pressure with four. And Fred Warner, he's in Aaron Rodgers' head when he's on the field. You gotta, you, Fred Warner's gotta call a great game. He's our quarterback on the defensive end, and Nick Bosa needs two sacks. I'm calling for a Nick. You need two. Yeah, and looks like they're, the Packers are doubtful to
1: have uh, Valdez Scantling. Yeah, he's out. So, as much as you're not afraid of Randall Cobb, he's gonna be a factor in this game because you're gonna get him matched up against, you know, your third fourth corner on the inside so especially in the red zone I would be concerned with Cobb but like he's not not the kind of game breaking threat that Devontae Adams is.
0: Listen you tell me that Randall Cobb has more touchdowns than Devontae Adams in this game we win because that means Devontae Adams ain't getting the ball when they need him to and that's all the time dude had a couple games this year 18 to 20 targets Rogers and him have a special Jordy Nelson Rogers chemistry that defenses can't stop you got to stop him a little bit. Can't let him get 100 yards. You have to stop that running attack. And Kyle Shanahan is the mentor, or he's the mentor versus the mentee, whatever that saying is, because he kind of molded Lafleur. There's an amazing photo of going around online with these two guys, dorky, sitting on the sidelines when they In were Washington. at the Washington coaching yeah. staff. If there's one thing that Shanahan knows how to do, it's how to beat these coaches that he coached with. Because his whole thing is, you think I'm going to do this? We're going to do this. I'm going this way? Nope, we're going that way. And that's our offense. And when that's rolling, it's tough to stop. Would love us to see, would love us to defer. But if we do get the ball first, let's put a 14-play, 8-minute drive and show these guys we're not messing around. Go nine. Yeah,
1: hit them in the mouth if you can. Uh, Those... Auxiliary receivers for Green Bay are gonna have to step up because you're gonna mm-hmm. try and take away Devonte. Tough uh, It's tough. get after Aaron Jones But if you're the Packers like let Dylan like be the big wrecking ball that he is and at least Help Aaron Jones out
0: Here's my thing. I've watched I had AJ Dylan and Aaron Jones on my fantasy team all year watched him very frustrating to have because you kind of had to play both because they yeah. even say they're like running back 1a running back 1b and Dylan when he runs he's not that fast. Oh he's not. And I don't think that bodes well for like our guys are big up front. You're not run you're running against four guys and and Fred Warner and we don't miss tackles. And AJ Dylan is a bruise you up miss tackle thing but he's only getting like 3 or 4 yards. Like if you can put, get him to not get that push, we can slut him down. Aaron Jones don't break tackles. I don't think he's healthy. I think this team's going to be a little I again talk about come out in the mouth. The 49ers need to get up early again. All these road teams that I'm picking to win have to get up early. You can't come back in the cold in uh, at these rowdy stadiums including your game. That's
1: we'll fair and we'll see how I mean David Bakhtiari still questionable and that's Rogers guy. That's, that's what I'm saying. Him like, and John guys- Runyon are the two keys for Rogers to protect his back. So I don't know. It's going to be Turner that's matched up against Bosa, though. So I'll take Bosa in that exchange as long as he's feeling good and play away from Joey as much as you
0: can. Another good stat that the 49ers, one of the reasons why they beat the Cowboys, is Jimmy didn't get sacked. I don't think he got sacked once in that game. Same thing. We got the best left tackle in the game. Our team is playing together as a team. And that's how you get there. And I just feel like this is our year and I know, again, everything says the Packers are going to win, but I'm picking the Niners. Well,
1: I want the 49ers to win, but what of about score
2: I want the 49ers to win.
1: Why do you want them to win? Our general dislike of Aaron Rodgers? Yes. <laughs> we'll see. I know. It'll be funny to see him win the MVP after they get eliminated from the playoffs at home with a top 10 offense and top 10 defense.
2: I don't want to see him win MVP, but...
1: And then it'll be like, oh, this guy's the greatest quarterback of all time. It's like, wait, did he just lose at home with the number one seed and a top 10 offense
0: and defense again?
1: (laughs) Yeah, sure. He's the greatest. Um, Some
0: line that the 49ers like money line, the the Packers like to win money lines like minus 250. And I'm just like, these odds makers are you think that game that I just think that everyone thinks the Packers are going to win, including Vegas. Yeah, Niners are plus 200. It's wild. Yeah, I don't I mean, bet on you, my own yeah. team for you really superstition think,
1: purchases. I get it. If you if you really think they're gonna win, plus two hundred is uh, awesome. Really good money. And you, you look at the last five. The Niners lost that close game to Tennessee. They kind of struggle a little bit with like a mediocre, bad Houston team. But then they rallied. But by the way, that, that Houston team. team
0: hung with Tennessee when they needed that win in the last yeah. game of the season. So it's not like that Houston team was. I can't believe that coach got fired. By the way, that team yeah. was not terrible for what. No they put on the field that's why I called them mediocre yeah uh, <laughs> and then they came
1: back from that 17 nothing deficit against the Rams and then they go on the road mm. and beat Dallas mm. But you look at Green Bay they give up 30 points to Chicago yep they give up 30 to Baltimore they give up 22 to Cleveland almost lose that game and then they dominate like again a mediocre slightly bad Minnesota team that has talent but is not good and then they lose to Detroit in kind of like a, just a practice game on the road i don't know yeah like you said they haven't been playing playoff football for the last month or so wild card teams i think when green bay won the super bowl they were a wild card team they were as the number one seed i think they were the sixth
0: seed yeah yeah the sixth seed feels good i've seen teams win with that sixth seed giants i think did it twice i want to say the bucks were the sixth seed last year is that crazy could you look they were
1: the Five, I think, because five. the Saints won the division, so they couldn't have been any higher than the fifth seed. So they were the five or the six last year, but yeah.
0: It's the six. We Listen, It. I love being the one and getting the home field, but I'm always scared of that six team that's played playoff games the last couple of weeks and is just in that mode already. That's why we got to get, I need a turnover in the first 10, first five minutes that sways the momentum. That's what always happens in these big playoff games. There's one early play that shifts the momentum. And we need a turnover.
1: Well, you heard it here first, folks. All right. Well, speaking of the Bucks, what's the next game on deck, Ben?
2: Rams, Bucks.
1: This is one where it's like you got Tom Brady, you got this Bucks team that's found a way to just keep winning despite having a bunch of different injuries all season long. Their defense has been up and down, their offense has been up and down, currently more down than up personnel wise, but. There's still the Bucks. There's still Tom Brady. Mike Evans reminded everybody last week what he can do when he's the focal point of an offense. I think he had 117.
0: Beast. Yeah. Uh, gonna I have did. to deal with a little bit better corner this week. Yeah. Ronald Jones is still out. He's done. Um, he's not gonna play. Fournette is yeah. gonna play though, right? Yeah. Was, is, has Fournette been activated? Uh, he was is activated. That, uh, I believe yesterday. He had to be uh, activated yesterday to play. But I couldn't uh, so find yeah, the anywhere with it. He's not, on the,
1: he's not listed on the depth chart right now. So Yeah, he's not know.
0: listed on the depth chart because he was on IR. So what these teams do is when a guy's on IR and he's coming back, they don't have to list him on the injury report because he's on IR. So kind of like with Henry, they activated him. They weren't saying whether he was limited or in practice or not because they didn't have to. But they activated him yesterday. You had to activate him yesterday. I think the Bucks have to activate him today. And I don't think he's been activated yet, which I'm like, why not? Like, is this guy ready to go? The hammy is always a tender thing. Even if he does play, I don't see him getting 20 carries like he did when the Bucks are rolling. I think they split with Keyshawn Vaughn, which is fine. Vaughn looked fantastic when they played. Um, and again, <clears throat> again, everything in this game screams Bucks. I'm gonna pick the Rams. Uh, I think the Bucks <laughs> the Bucks weaknesses are are right now the Rams strengths, in my opinion. What the Bucks Worfs isn't going to play or he's iffy he's questionable questionable. he He did practice he did practice but that ankle looked bad
1: yeah and he's he's messed up i think jensen's in much better shape compared agreed
0: but still banged up and again you're playing the best defensive line besides the 49ers in football in my opinion with the best defensive player on the field and aaron donald and these rams want to get there they they are and i know it's tom brady and you don't bet against tom and Matt Stafford is going to Stafford it up. He got his first playoff victory last week, but the first one is always the hardest, and he lit these guys up. Now, their secondary was banged up the first time. He lit them up in week three, and this that was in SoFi, and they smoked him in week three, kind
1: of. Yeah, that's a game where Jamel Dean dropped what would have been a pick six very early in that game, and then he gets hurt. Gronkowski gets hurt. Mm-hmm. So their secondary was decimated in that game. Their offense kind of just was out of rhythm, and... The, the Rams got ahead of them and were able to just pressure Brady Believe enough. It. So, it's going to be a different game this time. No question. The Bucs defense is back to 100% for the first time in a while. I mean, But
0: still their weakness is the secondary. I know Jamel Dean's a beast. Is Murphy Bunting back? Yeah, that's, yeah him that's, and Carlton Davis are there. Uh Murphy Bunting didn't play last week though. He did not. So even if it's his first game back again, you haven't played football for 15 weeks. I don't care if you're Derek Henry. The speed of the playoff football is tough to adjust. It takes a quarter or two. Another example. You need to get out fast. The weather's going to be good. I just believe that with the defense of the Rams and the weaknesses and injuries of the Bucks, you know, Nick, that you have to be healthy. You can't win limping in. Uh, and I, I don't want to bet against Tom. I got my Brady brand jacket that my girl got me. Uh, We love Tom Brady in this house, but my smart football mind. She got you that $150 jacket that just says Brady on it? Uh, Yeah. Well, no, she didn't buy it for me. She didn't buy it. Her company reps Tom. (laughs) Her company reps Tom, and so she got some swag of the Brady brand, and I got some extra, and it's awesome. Go, Tom. $60 hats. $60 hats. $60 baseball
1: hats. Performance I, I, baseball hats. Sorry, Tom, I'm going to give you shit on that.
0: You know, he's going to make so much money on that. Yeah, and I love saw it. I,
1: I saw his like Instagram ad where he's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, we just dropped today. Come and get it. And he's just like wearing a white sweatshirt. This is Brady. And it's like the
0: thing's 90 to $100. It's like your fans have that kind of money. Yes, I, I have one <laughs> new New England fan who's a Tom Brady lifer. And I wore the jacket last night. he's like the coolest thing I've ever seen. All it says oh is like God. Brady, like right here. It's yeah. just, like a black jacket. It's cool. Um, again, I don't listen to me. I've been betting against Tom Brady my whole life, and he just keeps making me look dumb. But at some point, the injuries catch up to you no Godwin, no no Antonio Brown, uh, a banged up Lenny playoff Lenny. Um, and the Rams people are they are a good team, they are. And and I know that you don't like Stafford, they're a little schizo man, like they're, they're a
1: good team, and then all of a sudden they show up one day
0: and it's like, what is this team for sure? But Odell Beckham has finally found his footing within this offense. Yeah. I think the timing on him and his speed with Stafford has finally got caught up. They didn't even need Cooper Cup last week. And I think they're going to need him this week. And I like the Rams to win in a sh- like, I want to say this game's a low scoring game just because of the defenses are so good. But it was a shootout last time. So I'll pick the hybrid. I'll say 23 17 Tampa or uh, LA 23 17 LA. And Tom Brady has an opportunity down the stretch. And usually when that happens, he wins. I just don't see him doing it this time. And I think that Rams defense steps up in a grinder and another road team moves on. I'll take the Bucks. Yeah, if, if I'm going to come if it comes
1: down to like which quarterback is better under pressure. Brady Staff, Yeah, Stafford gets sacked a lot like and he's going up against probably the best defense he's going to see all season. I mean, if the Titans defense could get in his face, and beat them in that game. I mean, yes, that was a long time ago, but the key to getting to Stafford is making him, like, put his footwork on display because he gets a little antsy in the pocket once things don't go his way immediately. Uh, if he can, I mean, he's going to connect with Cooper Cup eventually, right? Like, they're not going <laughs> to be able to take that away, so you just kind of have to deal with that. And I think the Bucks, you know, they're at home. They're going to see how much they can get away with in terms of physicality. They did it to the Bills when the Bills were in Tampa. They were holding... Digs left and right, and they weren't getting uh, the bills, weren't getting the flag for that. So, if they can play defense like that and not get called against them, it's going to be tough for Stafford because they're just going to harass Cup and Beckham all day long with that.
0: You can't run the ball on the Tampa Bay Bucks with Vita nope. Bay in the middle and those amazing linebacker core. They were the best team against the run. You watch them on film and watch them, their games, and you just can't run on them. The Los Angeles Rams need to run on them to tomorrow to be able to win. And it starts with the X factor of the game, in my opinion, Cam Akers. Cam Akers is going to get the ball hopefully 15 to 20 times, and you just hope that they run outside. You can't run up the middle against the Bucs. You have to run these sweeps. You have to run screens. You have to get those linebackers and defensive linemen to stretch, and and I think McVay is ready, and I just feel the Rams, and maybe again, I'm L.A. biased, L.A. media biased. Uh, I think the Rams win this game in a close one, another great battle.
1: I think one thing that's going to haunt the Rams is Andrew Whitworth yep. is out and good that's call. not good. Not good uh, at all. I
0: saw that yesterday and I was like, ooh, my Rams pick not looking good. Yeah,
1: and they signed <laughs> Eric Weddle, but like I don't even see him on this team. Uh, Ty, uh, Taylor, Taylor Rapp is out of free safety. So really, aside from Jalen Ramsey, like I'm not afraid of that secondary. Uh, I will Tro- say this. Troy Reader I- is not a good linebacker. I mean, mm-hmm. I've watched no. him play a lot this season and he gets his ass handed to him in the run game. He's very indecisive. Mm-hmm. And they don't like the Bucks aren't bringing the power run game that they would normally bring. If Jones or Fournette were both healthy, if either of them were healthy or they were both healthy, I think it would be a much bigger issue. Uh, But the Rams do have a very good defensive front aside from that. And Von Miller has started to finally find his footing within the system as well. And they've played a lot better since both Beckham and Woods have been there together for like over a month now. Yep. Get Brady on the ground. All right, babe. What do you want to see in this game? You tired of Tom? You want to see Stafford?
2: I'm not tired of Tom. It would be nice to see the Rams win, but I'm not going to bet against Brady.
1: Yeah, my favorite player on the Rams isn't even there anymore. I mean, he's there, but he's just chilling on the IR. So Yeah. This was a Rams team that we cheered for a lot that they had like they had Sammy Watkins, uh, Robert Woods. These are Bills alumni. That like helped me be a fan of the Rams and then it's like they just moved on from Gurley and so it was like he's gone. I mean, I, I cheer for Jared Goff to succeed in Detroit because that team struggle, but when they win, like they're an underdog team and I love underdogs. So I don't know that the Rams are the favorite here. They're definitely not, but uh it, No, it but what like, what is the spread? Uh two and, a half, and they're...
0: So on a neutral field, these teams are even. Yeah, plus one plus one twenty
1: five minus one forty five over under forty eight. I'll take the over on that just because even though the defenses are good, the offenses are both good, too.
0: Yeah, they are really good. You would. That's a sucker, bet, in my opinion, the last time these two teams played, the the over was 58. Yeah. And the fact that it's 48 means like, oh, it's going to be easy to get to 50. These two defenses are really freaking good. It is playoff football. I don't see Tom just slinging it all over the place like because he just doesn't have the weapons and yeah, but they still like look what they did last week they have to throw all the different time. this is different, what we figured out though the rams are they are going to throw all the time but you can't do it against a good defense and the eagles are not nearly on the same level the rams have defensive True. superstars the defensive superstars in this game are going to make competitive greatness plays aaron donald's going to come up with a big sack a big tipped ball jalen ramsey's going to come up with a pick just like he did against the 49ers on that amazing pick at the goal line these superstar players are going to come through, and I wouldn't be surprised if you saw an OBJ touchdown. Yeah, I mean he scored in like five of his last seven games Eight for the Rams. In like six that. games with the Rams, yeah, and he had zero with the Browns. Something is going on in Cleveland.
1: Yeah, their system is not designed to be wide receiver friendly, so it's not really a surprise where it's like, hey, Matt Stafford's going to throw the ball all the time. And that chart I showed you, I updated it with third down passing statistics, and Matt Stafford is actually the best on third down uh, percentage and first downs. And that's
0: how you win in the NFL is compete third downs. At the end of this game, let's look at who had better third down conversions, and that's the winner. And again, turnover battle. Stafford also leads the league in interceptions, so watch out for that. He got his first win. He played great. So he's got to be rolling this game with some confidence. And you know what? We haven't seen the best of Matt Stafford yet. And then how long has this guy been playing football? That's scary. He's been in the league for 14 years. We haven't seen the best Matt Stafford yet. Uh, When you play on a terrible team, come on.
1: Actually, the the year after Calvin Johnson retired, I felt was Matt Stafford's best year. Because he really didn't. he, didn't he, He had to spread the ball around. Yeah.
0: You I took, believe you took
1: him. away a dominant receiver, and he still had a really, really solid year after he was gone. I felt like they didn't win, but I was like, "This is the best I've seen him play." And you know, when you're in the league for 14 years, you're not going to suddenly get better at year 14. So Stafford What's is solid, it? but he's been the same guy.
0: Give me a score in this game. Yeah. Uh,
1: Bucks 27, Rams
0: 24. Ooh, a close one, but over. Over 48. <laughs> and Ryan Suckup hits a game winning field goal? Wow. Yeah, maybe something like that. Uh, All right.
1: Well, what's next, babe? Main event time?
2: Bills at Chiefs.
1: Bills at Chiefs. It's the Let's main event of the ready weekend. To
0: rumble. Yeah, it's the AFC like, Championship. It's
1: basically, it's a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game in Kansas City once again. And I spent about two hours in a Twitter space that was hosted by Chiefs Kingdom. And I was just eavesdropping on them, listening to how they view this game. And there's a lot of Chiefs fans that are like, we're better everywhere. Like, the the Bills have nothing on us. And I'm like, all right, well, at least they're delusional in thinking that. And, like, you know, as a Bills fan, like, we've been looking up at the Chiefs for a few seasons. Like, there's Mm -hmm. definitely respect there. And the difference is they look down on us. And the funny thing about that chat room is that it's very evident that they do not watch the Bills play. But of as, as Bills fans and football fans that want to get to the Super Bowl, Bills fans watch the Chiefs play because we need to know what we're up against. So I think there's a little hubris going on in Kansas City with how they view this game, at least among some of the fans. But the guy that hosted the chat room gave me the microphone. Uh, another nice. one of my Bills compatriots came in there, and we kind of like let them know what's up with Buffalo. Yeah, And so maybe we took them down a peg in terms of their arrogance, but... <gasps> Uh, The guy who hosted the space was really nice. Uh, And I was like, hey, it was nice to have a conversation about football where it didn't degenerate into like, no, your guy sucks and you're stupid. And it's just like respectful. And we both pull for our teams. And I think one of the takeaways was that like, look, if you want to say that like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are the two most like explosive offensive players in the game depth wise, be like, that's fine. But I'll take the bills at the next five, six positions after that. I'll go mm-hmm. Diggs, Sanders, Beasley, Gabriel Davis, Dawson Knox. Like, so this idea that the Chiefs are somehow deeper offensively, I think is completely false. It's like really like Pringle, Robinson, Hardman. Like, yeah, those guys have speed, but like, that's all they have. Josh Gordon doesn't do anything on that team.
0: No, this team runs with Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and the, the champion that they have as a quarterback over there. Um, they get Clyde Edwards, Hilaire back. I I, yeah, I hope they feel. play him because I think McKinnon is better. I, I I think McKinnon looked good last week. I think McKinnon kind of has this idea of like, I love when players are like, this is my chance. And I root for Jet McKinnon. He is a, course, he was a too. great 49er. Um, and I think he's you're right. I think liking. he did look pretty awesome. And he probably is probably playing better mm-hmm. right now, but they love to get the ball to CEH. CEH in space is tough when he's running. He's got, he's so He's so slithery. The funny Um, thing is the consensus among the Chiefs fans was that they want
1: McKinnon. They don't want Edwards Hilaire. And I was like, as a Selfish Bills fan, I was like, I want Edwards Hilaire because he's smaller. He's not as fast. He's not as strong as McKinnon either. So it's like, shit, if you guys really want to feature him coming back, like, please do.
0: The thing about McKinnon's fresh. Right, and I guess you could say Edward Solaire's freshman. McKinnon looked great this past week. Again, I think... He really hasn't uh, played football in like four years. No, no, no. He's awesome. He's awesome for this offense, too. Great receiving back. I think he's the receiving back. I think CEH is going to get the ball on the ground, probably get 10 to 15 carries. I don't think you can pound Jerick McKinnon and and hope that he makes it through the game. He's too little. That was my experience with him. Um, And, and Edward Solaire's a little, but that's why they like to split him. Um, Gosh, I love the Bills in this game. I was talking to people and the Chiefs, everyone's like, yeah, that's an obvious choice. The Chiefs are going to win. I'm going to bet on the Chiefs. And it's like, you don't watch the Bills. It's exactly right. The mm-hmm. Bills are on a mission this this playoff. And Josh Allen's on a mission. They remember losing last year. They're taking that with them. And the Chiefs don't have that. The Chiefs just remember winning and they're a great football team. Both sides of the ball, I think the Bills are better this season. The Chiefs have not played, and I know that's playoff time, but the Chiefs, when you watch them this year, they haven't played like the Chiefs. Their defense isn't as good. Frank Clark doesn't get the pressure he did the last two years. Chris Jones is still a beast in the middle. The Honey Badger's amazing on the back end. They have decent corners. I like the Bills on both sides of the ball. on In all three phases of the game, I think the Bills play better. And I love McDermott's game plan the first time around. Use that against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are, have that game film of what they did. you got to use some Kyle Shanahan and give him some misdirection. You've got to get Devin Singletary the ball 15 times and just let Josh Allen do his thing. This is going to be a shootout. Um, I'm going to pick the Bills to win 45-41 with Josh Allen leading a late touchdown scoring drive and then Mahomes having a chance and one of those amazing safeties you guys have getting a big pick late to seal it. 45-41, Bills Mafia, go Bills. The over-under is 54, and he's just
1: pegged this game at 85 points. (laughs) So I'm guessing Chris is going to go with the over. Uh, Rashad Fenton is still questionable for the Chiefs. Bills are full go. I would say that the Bills' defensive line additions over the offseason have made them much better. They get the most pressure in the NFL, and they blitz like second, third least. So they can get pressure with coverage because blitzing Mahomes is not what you want to do. Uh, Groot, Gregory Rousseau, had a very good game against the Chiefs the first time. He came away with a uh, tip ball interception on that screenplay. So I think the Bills kind of know what the Chiefs want to do. And most teams, I think, know what the Chiefs want to do, but it's still very difficult to stop them.
0: Well, you know, And the Chiefs change the way they play, right? If you have two high safeties, you don't allow Hill to, to take the the cap off the, off the ball or the field, whatever you call that. Yeah and and they were working the working it down on long drives kelsey you have to you i don't know if kelsey you can neutralize him you have to do something the dude cannot just do whatever he wants over the middle when these guys get on the same page of what they're going to do in the broken play they're tough they are very tough uh brian pringle or brian he's been having some late red zone touchdowns watch out for him in the red zone uh, you cannot commit penalties. This is one of those games where who's going to make the first mistake? Who's going to commit the first turnover? Who's going to make penalties? I cannot stand third down penalties. The the holding, the five yard. The the NFL referees want to call penalties for the Chiefs. Do not give them the option. Okay, they do. In the, fir- in the do. first time around last year, there were some penalties that were very questionable. Josh Allen, I need you to be Josh Allen. Can't be this other Josh Allen that we saw. Where he makes turnovers and holds the ball too long. Stay locked in. I have faith in you guys. It's the Bills year. They beat him already once this year. It's I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Yeah, Josh just has to stay calm because when he starts playing
1: panicky football, it's like you just never know what's gonna happen. Like, is he gonna is he gonna fumble? Is he gonna throw a bad pick? Uh, is he just gonna like, you know, take a taunting penalty or throw the ball at some guy's face? Like as long as he stays calm and is like in his zone. I think he's okay because Mahomes doesn't really play panic football. Like he plays under pressure, but yeah, he stays calm. And I think that's what Josh has to match him in, Uh, in terms of guarding Kelsey. The one thing I wanted to see the bills do that they weren't doing last season was chipping him at the line of scrimmage. So the addition of all those edge rushers and defensive linemen, like hit Kelsey at the line of scrimmage every time, every single time, make him feel the physicality of it. And you saw like what happened in the super bowl, like, the Bucs made him wear the physicality of that game yeah. and he was exhausted like half yeah. through. And then it's like you they didn't have anything to lean on. So the Bucs, uh, sorry, the Chiefs also got away with a lot of defensive holding in the yep. last matchup between these two games in the playoffs. So if and then if they I, give them the benefit of the doubt and it's like, hey, like you're not able to just guard digs all the time, like without holding him. And the Bucs got away with it this season, too. So that's why I said Bucks earlier. But. If the Bills actually can get the benefit of the doubt on some of these calls where they're getting held all the time, then maybe we'll see, you know, that call get enforced early and the Chiefs will have to adjust. But, you know, Chris Jones back in the middle is a problem. Frank Clark is healthy, so he'll have his time. But the Bills just got to play their game, not worry about the Chiefs. You know, don't worry about what you can't control or only worry about what you can control. And I think the Bills have a road to winning this game. I mean, the Chiefs are 12 and 5. The Bills were 11 and six, so it's not like the Chiefs were significantly better. Uh, they did have a tougher schedule, but the Bills made sure to like demolish the bad teams they played. Like Agreed. anytime they played a bad team, well, aside from the Jaguars, but so, even if you include Jaguars, <laughs> yeah,
0: well, no, the Steelers were a playoff team, though. Ten wins. Yeah, true, true. So there is uh, In the other games, everything said the other side, and I went the other side. In this game, I feel like you see the reasons why the Bills are going to win, and it's shocking to me that betters and other people whether it's Vegas, you're trying to take money. I'd take the bills money line. I'm very com- I'm not very confident. If I were you, I'd still be nervous because you're playing the AFC champs the previous two years. And you, but this, you've seen this in the NFL team wins two years. And then finally that team that has been losing comes back and wins because you're hungrier. You're hungrier when you lose and you remember it. And I'd love to see Stefan Diggs put up a hundred yards in this game. I don't think he's had hundred yards for a while. He had, didn't have that many this year. And that's because Josh Allen spreads the ball around, but Stefan Diggs. Get him two teeters, get him 100 yards, and you win the game. Yeah. I mean,
1: like you said, the Bills have specifically been waiting for this game for a long time. Like, the Bills have been designed to beat the Chiefs specifically because the road to the Super Bowl was always going to go through Kansas City. And they knew that. And... So, I think the Bills have been gearing up to beat the Chiefs specifically, where I don't think the Chiefs have been like building their team or gearing up to beat the Bills specifically.
0: The Chiefs do what the Chiefs do. Exactly. To the third straight Super Bowl. Uh, But they've got a juggernaut to get through first. And uh, gosh, I can't wait. This is going to be such a good football game. Same as the other games. And same as the time the Bills beat the Chiefs. Get out early, establish what you're going to do. Get a big turnover, get a big sack, get an early touchdown get that offense rolling to get that Chiefs defense on the heels and gosh I love the bills in this game
1: the bills playing with the lead is a much different team than them playing from behind uh Mm -hmm. so yes them getting the lead is going to be paramount in this game you saw what happened in the first game when that happened they gave up a field goal then they came out and scored the touchdown and they kind of just like Josh Allen ran them over on that drive and it was like all right we're here we understand like we can beat these guys so they
0: use that option the option run The planned runs with Allen are so tough to stop. The dude is so fast and big. You don't want to tackle him. He doesn't slide. And uh, can't wait. Go, John.
1: It's, fun- it's funny that the narrative that I heard from Chiefs
0: fans was like, well, yeah, I
1: wouldn't run like Allen like 15, 20 times if I were you because like he's eventually going to get hurt. You see all these mobile quarterbacks get hurt. It's like, yeah, but it's the playoffs. Like he's here to run you guys over. He's a and beast. he's bigger than everybody on your defense. So good and luck faster. with that.
0: With- that run he had against the Patriots. I'm like, I didn't know you were this fast. Like you are yeah. blazing you are blazing
1: past people. And he's so tall that once he hits full speed, it's like, my God, he's really fast.
0: The NFL would have a treat if you can get this guy to the Super Bowl. I mean, I hope, I hope it's 49ers build, and I can't I, I would love to see him. It'd be a tough task <laughs> to stop. But that's the two teams that I think should be there. And that'll hopefully that happens. Go road teams. I gotta go. Thank All you. right. You guys Take are the care, best. Everybody. Thanks, Kristen. Hi, Thanks for waking up Thank early. You. Go Niners, go Bills. Let's go. Adios. See it. All right, well, he's out of here, but what
1: do you want to see in this game? Bills. Well, I know you want to see the Bills because you love me.
2: And I'm not a huge fan of the Chiefs.
1: What do you see as... what, What do you think the Bills need to do to win this game?
2: Definitely keep their
1: cool. Keep their cool. That's something that they didn't... They had no chill last time in the AFC title game. It got away from them a little bit there. They got frustrated. And I think that's been one of the bigger culprits for their struggles this season is frustration. And I think that's what the Bucks game helped them get rid of. It was like they had to purge their demons at halftime and basically sell out. Like, we're a team. We're designed to play a certain way. We need to just, like, stop getting so easily discouraged from what we do best and if we just stick together and play together we're going to be a very difficult team to beat and they've been undefeated since that Bucks game
2: yeah and I think we've seen them play really fun also football it's been fun to watch them and the Chiefs were losing quite frequently early in the season too they don't look the same as they did like two years ago
1: They did. They were like three and four at one point and then they won seven in a row to get to 11 and four. And then they go one and one on the way out, including that loss to the Bengals. And so one of the things I asked that Chiefs chat room was what happened in the Bengals game? The Chiefs were up 14 nothing on the road. What happened? And they were like penalties, 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 like Chiefs got in their own way, shot themselves in the foot. And I'm like, yeah, but I watched that game and like the Bengals like started to play defense and maybe the Chiefs called a stupid game plan. But like, why is that the case? Like, why are you guys up in control of that game and you're calling a stupid game plan and letting the other team back in it? So I don't think that's the Bill style, but like this is something that the Chiefs fans specifically were talking about, like how Andy Reid likes to take his foot off the gas and kind of like let the other team back in the game. And the Bills are way too dangerous of an opponent. To do that with, and I think the Bills have a better offense and defense than the Steelers. And we saw how that Steelers game went. Steelers were up seven nothing at one point, and then once the Chiefs finally woke up, they scored thirty five unanswered. But that game was seven nothing Steelers in the second quarter. And if if the Bills can make the Chiefs punt throughout the first quarter and they get up seven nothing, it's going to be bad news, I think, for the Chiefs. But it's going to be a good game. It is. I'm excited. I am not nervous. Go Bills.
2: Not even a little bit?
1: No, because, like, you know, they were already here last year. Like, I know the game that's in front of them. I know what they built this team to do. I might be more nervous around the time the game actually kicks off because, you know, it's the last game of the weekend. It's the main event. Everything will be on the line in that moment. But like I said, this team was built specifically to deal with the Chiefs. And so I think in my experience in, like, watching combat sports, right, there's typically, like, one guy that's the long-reigning champion, and then there's a younger guy who's training for years to, like, get to that title fight. But that whole time, he's been training to beat the champion. And eventually, when that fight happens, it's, like, sooner or later, the guy on top has to fall. And, like, the Chiefs maybe haven't been on the top of the mountain that long, but they've been in the AFC title game three games in a row. So it was... uh. First, they lost to the Patriots, then they beat the Patriots, I think. And then uh, they beat the Bills last season. So they've been the team to beat in the AFC, more or less, for the last three years. And the Bills have known that. The Bills have been in the playoffs since... They got in in 2017, missed in 2018, and then they were in in 19 and 20. So the Bills have been that young playoff team. Their first playoff game, they go on the road in Houston in a game that they should win they blow it at the last second on a terribly enforced penalty but nonetheless it's like growing pains then the second year in the playoffs it's like okay we were 10 and 6 last year we get to 13 and 3 the following year you go all the way to the AFC title game you lose in a game where you struggled against the you know the dominating chiefs so it is what it is but now you know that stuff is behind them and the future is in front of them and they got the game that they wanted they got the game that i wanted I didn't want the Bills to go to the Super Bowl because they took the easy road. I want the Bills to go to the Super Bowl because they're the best team. And In order to beat the man, you got to beat the man. So the Chiefs are the man until further notice, but that could change Sunday.
2: It could. I think it's a lot more realistic this time around based on how the Bills have been playing up until this point. Especially last week. How many records did they break? All of them. Seven or nine or something like major records. So
1: they became the only team in NFL history to win a playoff game without punting, kicking a field goal or turning the ball over. So they had basically had a perfect offensive showing.
2: Yeah, that's insane.
1: It is. And that that Patriots defense was good. I think they were still a little young and maybe they weren't like the elite kind of defense that we saw like back in the day like when Seattle had the Legion of Boom or the Ravens had like Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. Like it's not that kind of defense, but statistically they were like the second or third best defense all season long. And Bill Belichick, you know, is supposedly like the greatest game plan manager and defensive coach and he makes bad quarterbacks. Excuse me, look terrible. I mean, you saw what they did to the Jets earlier in the season. You saw what they did to Jacksonville, just like right before the Bills game. They beat him like 54 to 10 or something like that. Because when you play a, a bad quarterback and you're a Bill Belichick team, you feast. And then, so to go from that to then you jump up and you play Josh Allen, the complete opposite happens. You give up 47 points. I think that says a lot. And I think that defense, at least scheme-wise, is more prepared to deal with Allen than the Chiefs defense. Chiefs defense may be a little bit better in terms of uh, togetherness, uh, veteran presence, stuff like that. But I like what I saw in the Bills game. The Chiefs also beat up on a defense that has good star players like Watt, Hayward, and Hayden. So, you know, the fact that they were able to score 42 in that game when they had zero in the second quarter says a lot about the Chiefs offense. So I think we're going to be in for a good game. I initially picked at 29-23 Bills because I wanted some, like, wonky score. But I think, like, 31-26, 31-28, <clears throat> excuse me, is probably more likely.
2: Yeah, I think it'll be competitive. I don't think it'll be... Heavily one-sided like against the Patriots, but I still go Bills.
1: I know. Bills beat them 38-20 earlier in the year. Both teams are very different since that point. Uh, both teams have gotten better in areas they were weak since that point. So it's going to be a really good game.
2: And I do think the Bills uh, have more, what did Chris say? They're hungrier. Yeah. Their hearts are in it. They're more emotionally motivated as as well, I think.
1: Yeah, there's a saying, uh, I think it was Marvin Hagler, old boxing champion, that said it's hard to get up first thing in the morning to run when you're sleeping in silk sheets. So the Bills are hungry. They're yeah. not the ones in the silk sheets. No. But I heard that Josh Allen was FaceTiming Dawson Knox trying to get him to play Xbox the other night. So they're just like the kind of team that they are, right? Yeah. They want to hang out and be friendly and like play Xbox. So it's like That's the kind of team I want them to be. They're all very young. They all have that goal together. So,
2: It's a different kind of bond, and I think the Chiefs are in it for the title aspect of it where the Bills are in it for each other and the heart of it.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I don't don't know the Chiefs well enough to know how their team is built, but they are veterans. They've been doing it together for a long time. Andy Reid is a good coach. It's going to be a good game.
2: It is. I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah, me too. Main event, Sunday night. Go Bills!
2: Go Bills. And it's a Sunday night game for a reason, you've got to figure it out.
1: Oh yeah, they made it the main event because they know what's up. Mm -hmm. And I I think also the teams that got the bye weeks are playing on Saturday so that they don't have the extra day of rest. Sucks for the Niners and for the Bengals, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up. We're done here. My mustache is tickling the microphone.
2: Need a coffee refill.
1: I know. All right. Go Bills. Go Bills. And?
2: Happy football Saturday and Sunday.
1: There it is. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. Thank you to everyone who took the time to listen to the episode. I still believe that word of mouth is the best way to help, so if you enjoyed it, please tell somebody. But liking, subscribing, and sharing go a long way, too. This show is an extension of com, and you can contact me at info at or at Scheiss podcast on Twitter, And until next time, be well, stay safe, and go Bills.